The Emperor has been expecting you. I know, Father. So, you have accepted the truth. I've accepted the truth that you were once Anakin Skywalker, my father. That name no longer has any meaning for me. It is the name of your true self you've only forgotten. I know there is good in you. The Emperor hasn't driven it from you fully. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the capital in less than 12 parsecs. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 101 of Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And thank you guys for hanging in there as long as you have with us. Or if you're new, welcome. Welcome. (laughs) We're really happy to have all of you guys here. Um, We took a week off last week, so we're going to be catching up on some news this week. Many Bothans died to bring us this information. So we got some interesting casting reveals. They weren't official announcements from StarWars.com, but some casting reveals uh, this past couple weeks uh, of Dominic Monaghan, who a lot of you guys may know as Mary from Lord of the Rings, and he was also on Lost, as well as Matt Smith, the 11th Doctor on Doctor Who. So both really interesting. And what I find interesting about all these big-name casting announcements like Carrie Russell and uh, all, all these other people... Like I'm, I really want them to be building the Knights of Ren. I really do. Like I know a lot of them just have connections to J.J. Abrams, but I want them all to be the Knights of Ren. If that's what you want, honey. <laughs> well, what do you think about all of it? I don't know. I have no thoughts. I'm just waiting. Just waiting patiently. Waiting for nine. Waiting patiently. I've read some spoilers. I will not indulge. <laughs> Speaking of spoilers, there were some. Uh, Little uh, leaked photos that came out. I did not see leaked photos. So you're the head of the game. <laughs> well, I'm trying. I'm trying to keep them from you because they were imposed on me as I was scrolling through my feed. I so uh, on yeah, what? on Instagram, guys. Like literally, it was a day, and all my entire feed was filled. Which, to be fair, it wasn't necessarily like. I don't guess you'd really consider it spoiler spoiler because it really didn't reveal anything other than some new costumes but for Poe and Finn. But, but still, yeah. some people like to literally shadow themselves and not even like see any pictures. <laughs> they don't want to read the plot. They don't want to really know much about the casting. Like they just want to be able to walk into the theater and know what movie they're watching, and sit down and watch it and be completely surprised. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like you got to add a little spoiler, alert, guys. Oh yeah, no, there was none. <laughs> I was walk- I was going through it and I was like, oh, what's this new? Bi- oh, that's. Yep, that's it. That's nine. <laughs> so, yeah, that's exactly what I thought it'd be. Yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, there were horses, but that's horses? all. Horses? Yeah. In Star Wars? <laughs> they had orange tape on them, so I guess that kind of like, maybe they'll be CG horses? I don't know. Uh-uh. We'll go over it later. No, there can't be horses. <laughs> They're not actual like, horses. They're horses dressed up as something, I'm sure. Okay, I was like, well, I guess we have <laughs> They had like CG markers humans, on them, so... so Maybe we'll actually see Nerf Herders. So moving on from the eventful, slightly uneventful uh, episode nine casting announcements, uh-huh. reveals, yeah. I guess, um, going to our next piece of news. Yeah. Star Wars Resistance. Can you imagine what it's like to be an ace pilot? 
This is your chance to make that true. I've got a mission for you. Yes! Blend in, find out who's loyal to the good guys and who isn't. What was that? What was what? The throwing and the falling. Over there. Don't think about it. You can work on my team. Get ready to be impressed. But when it comes to your mission as a spy, I don't want anything to do with it. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. I just wanted to wish my competition good luck. This is fine. I'm fine. Just be careful and don't explode. I'll do my best. Star Wars Resistance, we finally got... Uh, a couple weeks back, our first look yes, at it, did. Um, as well as, I think, just this past week, the week that we took off, uh, they released a thing, uh, Meat Team Fireball. Yes, which was- What are your thoughts? Pretty interesting. Um, I mean, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of what I expected. I mean, Star Wars kind of has a trend. They always have, like, the underdog, um, which would be, I don't know his name. I don't remember. Kaz? Yeah. Yeah. The clumsy one. Mine's a lot of- um, <laughs> The rebel guy. Ezra? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Literally, the name was like in my head, and as soon as I was getting ready to say it, it just completely like was like, bye. <laughs> and I was like, how dare you do that to me, thoughts? <laughs> he reminds me a lot of Ezra, not just the way he looks, but mm-hmm. to me, it's just kind of like his, I don't know. His um, demeanor really reminds me of Ezra as well. Yeah. The way he carries himself, the goofiness and, and everything from what we got in the uh, Team Fireball, all that kind of stuff. Like, that, that, he reminds me of Ezra a lot as well. And can I say, too, that this little group reminds me a lot of, like, um, Big Hero 6 for some reason? It does. I got that feeling, too, a little like, bit. Yeah. Yeah, Kaz is, is hero. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that's kind of like... Yeah, I say funny, but he's kind of like more nerdy. Reminds me a lot of Fred. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, Nik- Niku. Niku, yeah, yeah, Niku. I really like Niku. And there's like one of the girls who's more of like the engineer kind of girl, mm-hmm. which reminds me of um, is it Lemon Drop? Uh, Lemon Drop was the uh, one who had the paintballs. I think you're thinking of Gogo. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know, but just the the whole like yeah. idea, the whole dynamic it. around it kind of has that Big Hero Six kind of feel yeah, to it. Yeah, but they all have like this. Which, I mean, I guess in Star Wars, and most Disney, anyway, they always have, you know, at least four or five people in some type of group, and mm-hmm. all of them specialize in something in particular. Absolutely, so. yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited to see uh, what it is, because I know the, the design style has been something that people have kind of been like, oh, this is weird and everything. Which, and I've been one of those. Yeah. I am one of those, honestly, because I'm not really a fan of anime, mm-hmm. and when they first kind of threw this out there that was the thought it was it was going to look very anime like and i was just kind of like <laughs> like that's not what i want yeah but you know then after turn around thing this isn't for me mm-hmm. it's something i will enjoy because it's star wars mm-hmm. but it's not for me yeah they didn't just sit down and be like so Kristen, what would you like to see out of star wars <laughs> well day filoni now that you asked <laughs> i'd like to see more female character leads <laughs> I mean, <laughs> which I mean, like, there's a good bit, but still, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got you got Hera to enjoy for a little bit, and who knows what we're gonna get out of Resistance? So. I mean, you're right, yeah, you're right. But I'm excited <laughs> about it, so definitely. Uh, and that's the thing is like with the design and everything, like that was something that I was concerned about as well. Because with the first look, I was kind of like, eh, 
it kind of looks like somebody just turned the brightness like way up. <laughs> it was just kind of like it did, I don't know. but yeah, you know, even that little look—they're talking about how colorful it is and how bright. And I see it, that, yeah, I do too. The mm-hmm. picture of it—it just—it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Well, and something I noticed too through the design styles and everything. So thinking from the beginning, Clone Wars to Rebels to Resistance, the the design choices like it's almost they reflect the era that they're in. So you have your Clone Wars where sometimes it's vibrant and colorful. Sometimes it's just dingy war and dirty and everything. With Most Rebels, dingy. it kind of, yeah. <laughs> With Rebels, there were a lot of times where it kind of gave you kind of that, that Empire feel, that just kind of bland, Lord, the that Empire has taken over and there wasn't a whole lot to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like there were times where it was just kind of dark, I guess. I and really it was more so that. after the second, or after the first season. But that, I that's really what, wanted to mm-hmm. say that too. I wanted to say that Clone Wars and Rebels seem kind of dark. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas the Resistance, now this is after the collapse of the Empire. Um, I've heard rumors, and I haven't seen any official confirmation from Star Wars or anything written with Star or StarWars.com that it's supposed to be six months before The Force Awakens, which is really soon. Before? Yeah, six months before The Force Awakens. So this is during a period where the Empire has fallen. And the uh, New Republic has been established and all this other kind of stuff. Uh, so that makes sense with the brighter design style, I think. Because it's a, it's a period of hope. Yeah. Hope has been restored in the galaxy. And I think that that's really cool that that's reflected in that. So I wonder with it being, it now if this is true, I wonder with it being as close to Force Awakens, if we'll start to see that kind of go down a little bit with like how uh, Rebels and... Um, Rebels and Clone Wars did mm-hmm. as their seasons went on. Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll have to wait till October 7th. October 7th. To see? Yeah. <laughs> We're almost one month out, which will be really exciting. Yeah. I'm I very know, excited about really it. Really close. Yeah. Like 7th, what? Friday? Friday. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely excited to see what's going to come from it. So, did you have anything else you wanted to add on Resistance? Nope, just looking forward to it. October 7th. Yes, October 7th. Very excited. We will be covering that for sure. Um, So look out for our episode reviews uh, throughout the season, however long that lasts. I don't know know if we have an episode count or anything like that as of yet, but uh, definitely be looking out for that. Um, So I think that's all of our news for the past couple weeks. It was quite a lot of news (laughs) because we're kind of catching up a little bit. Catching up. You know, we took a little (laughs) break there. Um, Yeah. But we're back. <laughs> yeah, during our break, I almost went to Dragon Con. So. <laughs> yeah, something came up, so I wasn't able to go. So maybe next year, Dragon Con. Maybe. Actually, absolutely next year, because I saw a sand crawler in the uh, parade for uh-huh. Dragon Con. It's happening. I heard there were a lot of dinosaurs there. <laughs> and there were. There's a lot of lot of T Rexes. <laughs> Which we enjoyed your uh, Instagram stories if you went to uh, Dragon Con. They were hilarious, and we want to be there. So, right. yes. <laughs> but I think our, our next con is going to be Star Wars Celebration. Unless something comes up in January or something uh, like that. Don't we have one local? Uh, Camicon, maybe? I think Camicon's in January. I think Magic City Con's already gone. But yeah, Camicon's the next one Isn't in January. One a little bit further towards the space station. Oh, yeah, the Huntsville Comic Con. Hey. hey! Oh, see, you were leading me. I appreciate that. You're <laughs> yeah, Huntsville Comic Con. Um, yeah, so we will have a so couple I more cons beforehand. With the, with the series that deals with space, 
Why don't we just do it at the Huntsville Space Station or whatever, <laughs> the Space Center, whatever you want to call that thing. Yeah. Like, missed opportunity. <laughs> like, just set something up and, like, make it all space All right, con organizers. Let's let's make it happen. Right. We declare it. Hu- Huntsville Space and Rocket Center, we're looking at you. <laughs> we really are. For real. Like, wouldn't that just make so much sense? It would. That would be cool. I wonder I if they do have Star Wars stuff. But yeah. not. They just... <laughs> <laughs> they had to shut the whole center down for that. <laughs> not really. Hey, you never know. I'd pay a little extra for that. <laughs> so cool. So I think that's all of our news for the week. Um, let's go ahead and jump into our main topic. And now, our feature presentation. Yes! Yeah, so main topic, we're continuing with our solo... Well, we're continuing with our. We started out solo and solo and yes, and then we decided to just continue with our not so machete order because <laughs> we don't omit any of the movies. Oh no! Which I think that, in all honesty, do watching all of this this way made me enjoy Phantom Menace even more. Um, <gasps> I mean, I love Phantom Menace anyways. <laughs> I know I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for that, <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I love Phantom Menace anyways. But to be I mean, able to so. be able to watch it like in the order that we did and everything, like I feel like all the movies just kind of like came alive for me all over again. I mean, I like Attack of the Clones, so <laughs> it's in my top three. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, it's just I think it's cool that we watched it this way, just because like like I said, it, it's like all of it just kind of came alive again. And everything, right. and and I've been watching them for years since I was a kid, and I'm like I've been sitting next to you watching them, going, "Man, I didn't know this was there, and I didn't notice this." You know what helps? Subtitles, Subtitles. <laughs> y'all. I wanted you to be wrong about that so bad. I've done it though. I made my husband. I'm so proud. Of well, I catch a lot of things that I never caught before. Right. It's just kind of, especially like C three PO's little like sideways comments, right? Like you know he's snarky, but like at the same time you're like. I recommend it though, guys. Like, if you haven't watched the Star Wars movies with subtitles on, just do it just once, mm-hmm. just so you can like <laughs> read and catch everything that's going on. Because I, I guarantee there's going to be little things that, especially background noise that mm-hmm. you don't really realize, like things when people are walking away that you don't hear them say, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh, it doesn't matter." But then it shows up on those subtitles, mm-hmm. and you'll see that. And you'll it's be some like, cool stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so. it's some really cool stuff that uh, really kind of popped out, and I was like, "Wow, I didn't realize that." And this is how this connects, and this connects, and stuff like that. And if you just heard that, that was my dog deciding that he has settled down for the night. <laughs> no, he's just nice and sitting over there, isn't he? <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so rounding out our not so machete order, we're ending with Return of the Jedi. You've done well, Lord Vader. And now I sense you wish to continue your search for young Skywalker. Yes, my master. Patience, my friend. In time, he will seek you out. And when he does, you must bring him before me. He has grown strong. Only together can we turn him to the dark side of the Force. As you wish. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. So, growing up, this was actually probably not... I I hate seeing least favorite, because I still really enjoyed this movie. 
But like it wasn't everyone everyone that were like, Hey, you wanna watch it again? Yeah, let's watch Return of the Jedi. Like that was never one for me. Okay. You know what I mean? I totally get you. And mm-hmm. you know, I honestly think it's because it's not super action packed. That's what's weird being the end of a uh end of a trilogy, too. Yeah. It was very much finishing up the story. Rounding off a lot of those ends. Yeah. So I mean, yes, there were a few little like here's and there's, action action. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but first, it's, I don't know, it starts off kind of slow, honestly. Mm-hmm. It does, you know. Um, first, we have um, C-3PO and R2 going to Jabba's Palace. Which, um, by the way, I need that eyeball coming out of our front door from now yeah, on. Not happening. It's <laughs> <Hey>, Juba. <laughs> nope. That's not happening. Um, it, it's like none of them had the same plan until they were all together. <laughs> it was really weird it was like Lando was like well I'm gonna go save Han <laughs> and then Leia was like I'm gonna go save Han <laughs> come on Chewie yeah. and then C-3PO and R2 I don't even really know what they were other than sending a message well so so let's let's talk about that so so Luke's master plan to save Han so it doesn't like you just said it doesn't feel like they were all on the same page it doesn't <laughs> cause it's like so so Luke sends the droids <laughs> And he's like, I gift you these two droids. Right. And C-3PO's like, wait, what did he say? And R2's like, yeah, I'm in the know. I know everything right. and everything. So Luke's plan was in motion at that point. It was. And then it's like yeah. it's like Leia was rescue, t- rescue team alpha. <laughs> and if her plan failed, then Luke was going to be rescue team bravo. <laughs> and then we had Lando, who was rescue team Charlie. I mean, was so, he really a rescue team, though? He was, like, lurking in the background. He was the entire time, which he is He was really like, funny, oh, man, is- I really hate that Luke fell in that Rancor pit. Wish I could do something. But I must maintain my cover. Right. <laughs> so you're right. He's no, really he good really, at maintaining his cover. He really, yeah, he was. He never got caught there in the entire thing until finally he decided he wanted to. Yeah. Which, you know, where everything... And, you know, he, he, honestly, I feel like if they all would have fell into the Starlight Pit, Lane would be like, well, this is where I am now. Yeah. <laughs> this is who I am from now on. I'm in Jabba's Dingster. <laughs> like, I'm in this league. Day 354. <laughs> they still haven't noticed me. I have become one of their tribe. <laughs> I it so well. <laughs> yes. I just feel like that's what would have happened. Oh, absolutely. But. I completely agree with that. And that's the thing is, like, because... Even though, like, it, just watching it, it's like, oh, man, yeah, there's totally a master plan. But, like, when you really think about it, it's like, it was almost like they were just throwing stuff and let's see what sticks. It's like, okay, can Leia do it? No, it not work. Like All right. Team Alpha yeah. there. <laughs> and then Luke comes in force-choking people. Well, um, piggies, but. <laughs> people, piggies. <laughs> You're terrible. You're right, he did, though. Um, and, you know, kind of. Which nothing really happened, so I don't really understand why it felt like this to me. But when it that happened in the force choke thing, it almost felt really dark mm-hmm. to me. Like that almost seemed like there was like a the music was really Vader like. Mm-hmm. It did, uh, and, and I didn't notice it till you pointed that out because it's not like an obvious like um, like when Clone Wars or something like that. Like when Anakin does something Vader esque, it's like bah, yeah, bah, the Vader march bah, straight out. Bah. Um, so it wasn't like that, but it was almost kind of in that key, had that kind of vibe to it. Yeah, um, it did. Even though, like, growing up, I never noticed it. I, I was just kind of assumed that it was like the sneaky music. Like right. he, He's coming in real strong and soft and everything and just kind of like... Choking he was, people? Yeah, choking people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was something that I thought was really interesting that 
the force choke is what he went with. Just because, I mean, that's notoriously a dark side move. Right. Normally you just force push or Mm -hmm. like what he did with the other guy, the the dude that had the weird hair, worm hair. Oh, Bib Fortuna. You will take me to see Jabba. He will reward you. I like how was like, you weak-minded fool. <laughs> He's like, you idiot. You fell for it. Right. That was really funny, though. <laughs> I-, I love that Luke, though, was like layering it on, though. He's like, you'll take me to see Jabba. And he's like, I'll take you to see Jabba. He goes, and you will be rewarded for your for your great whatever. He's like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be rewarded. <laughs> he's like, yes, and you'll do this and this. He's like, yeah. I'll totally do that. Totally. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and the job is like, dude, shut up. What are you doing? <laughs> I must be allowed to speak. You yeah. must be allowed to speak. <laughs> <laughs> like if weak mind like weak minded was weak minded right then, like there was nothing worse than Bib Fortuna at that point. But I thought that was hilarious though. Because um, he didn't have to go through and do the greatly rewarded and all that kind of stuff, so I thought that was really funny. So you know, once once the rescue mission finally comes <laughs> to where it makes sense, <laughs> yeah, um, we get them to the solid pit. Poor, poor Boba, poor Boba, poor Boba. He didn't really get a chance. <laughs> so so this is something that I kind of thought about while we were watching it and everything. So I've seen the comparison of Boba and Phasma since since Force Awakens since. But why? Because they're kind of throwaway characters, if you really think about it. Like, they both looked awesome, but they were both completely useless. And if you think about it, like, I hate that, because I love Boba. Boba's so cool, so awesome, but at the same time, like, I kind of see it, watching Return of the Jedi. Because, I mean, he was taken down by, by, I mean, a blind man. (laughs) Han couldn't see anything. He's like, oh, I think my eyesight's getting better. Instead of a dark blur, it's a light blur. (laughs) Oh God, Luke's like, no, Han, it's just Tatooine. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But what do you what, what do you think about that? Boba being basically Phasma. Or vice versa, I guess. You know, I kind of always had this hope that Boba was going to come back. Mm-hmm. But now that you said that, I don't want him to. <laughs> because him, him and Phasma just have something else in common. <laughs> right. <laughs> they just, I thought you were dead! <laughs> back. And then she's possibly going to come back again. Mm-hmm. Which, to be fair, Boba did have more, like, I guess kind of a coolness factor to him in Empire. Where he was taking Han and the Carbonite and, like, you get to see Slave One and all this other kind of stuff. So, I mean, you got a little bit of Boba in action not very much, but uh, but some, uh, and I, I don't know. Like, I, I still think he's better than Phasma. I agree. I think you know it would be kind of cool. And tell me if I'm wrong. It's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> but I mean, I think it'd be fun to see more Boba. I know we see a little bit of him in Clone Wars, but mm-hmm. he is a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't think we see full grown Boba. Boba. <laughs> Full grown boba. How do I do that? I think I do that way too much. <laughs> Full grown boba in um in Clone Wars. I don't get that, so we only get him in the movies. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be really cool. I'm not saying it has to be a whole movie or anything dedicated to Boba Fett, but I think maybe I don't know. Whenever they come up with like another show or something, like mm-hmm. maybe he just makes an appearance of, or some, or there's a story to him yeah, or something like that. Like something of like how because we do we really know how we? Well, I guess we do. I was gonna say, do we really know how he ended up in Jabba's little thing? But I mean, he for hire. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because he ends up. 
as a kid, he ends up running with a lot of the gangsters anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, of course. Bosk, Dengar, right. Ara Singh, all of them. So, yeah. Right. Which were all in tight with Jabba, have worked for Jabba, all that kind of stuff. Right. So, yeah. so it was just a given that he was going to mm-hmm. end up like that. But well, I don't know. Like, yeah. maybe like Boba's, not hidden missions or something, but <laughs> Boba's bounties or something. I don't know. Don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, to your point with the, the, the whole, the Boba Fett thing, I would like to learn more about him. I, I don't want a movie about him. No, not Because I don't, I don't feel like there's enough to tell. No. But I could be wrong. I don't know all. Uh, Go figure. I thought like um, we had to do a lot of, um, like, retelling, though, because we got a good mm-hmm. bit of him as a kid movie, and then Clone Wars Wise, and then, I mean, there wouldn't have been that many more years between mm-hmm. him being Jabba's gangster to... Him dying, I feel like it could have been what, maybe ten years, if even. Well, I mean, it, it, I mean no, I mean it was yeah, it was a lot of time between like Clone Wars to Return of the Jedi, if that's what you mean. How many? I mean, you know, the movie, or are you talking about like character growth? Like, well, well, I mean, character growth is probably just him doing bounties. Like, there's probably nothing much to him as far as like the movies and stuff. Like, I mean, you're looking at at least. 30 or so years between um well no i mean at least 20 something years because luke and all them are 19 by revenge of the sith or not by revenge of the sith by a new hope okay is that not what you're talking about i don't know anymore oh. <laughs> <laughs> i was um, just talking about like what would you think would be boba fett's age i guess between mm-hmm. him being the kid to where we see him die I mean, like he'd probably have to be past, like just character him, like not saying, mm-hmm. "Oh, this movie's was came out ten years after this movie." Mm-hmm. Like it wouldn't have been set ten years after, would it? Well, no, no, no. I'm not talking about like release dates. Like I'm talking about in in universe, um, the where where everything falls. Oh, um, because from Revenge of the Sith to A New Hope, Luke and Leia are 19. They're born right. in Revenge of the Sith, so there's 19 years between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Is where that comes from. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, you're looking at. Boba probably being, I don't know, 40-something? Oh. 35? I don't know. <laughs> He's a little older. I'm probably, I'm, I'm not, I, I don't math, so <laughs> I'm probably wrong, but he's he's older for sure. Um, oh, but yeah, so I, I don't know. It's just, Boba's a cool-looking character, but not that interesting to me. He's, he's almost kind of a, a better, like, baddie. Kind of like he comes in and he's the one that's like, oh God, there's fear. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I, I mean, you heard Han Solo though. See, that, that part of it though. Yeah. where? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that might could become cool though, is to kind of see why Han is so afraid of Boba. Right. I was hoping to see that really in uh, Solo. Solo. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we didn't get any mention of Boba. There was no well, Boba he hasn't anything. Met, he so. hasn't met Jabba yet though. Han we don't. Oh, well, that's true. Han hasn't. Yeah. Right. So, so I mean, he may meet Boba at Jabba's side. Right. So. And then maybe where that fear is instilled is probably that he's something. like Jabba's hound or something like that. Right. So that's true. That's true. That's when he maybe he hears rumors. Maybe he sees him in action. Maybe you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe once he stops paying Jabba and he gets chased after, maybe that's <laughs> who he's always having to avoid. Right. So. Because I mean, I I could see Boba in action really giving him a run for his money and really becoming a problem for Han. So, right, exactly. so yeah. So. But I just I just find it funny that 
Like, I mean, he's a cool-looking character. He's awesome. Like, I still love Boba Fett. He, he's really cool. But at the same time, he was taken down by a blind man and his Wookiee. No so. disintegration. <laughs> <laughs> that was for you, Todd. It was. I can't, um, stop. I can't stop. But yeah, so, so they go through. They survive the Sarlacc and everything. And lo and behold... Some. Some, yes. <laughs> not everyone. Not everyone. Boba didn't. Um, um, that we know of. <laughs> Jabba's definitely dead, in case you didn't know. Spoiler alert, yes. sorry. <laughs> so, so you actually had didn't think that Jabba died I didn't. for a moment. I yeah. don't know why, mm-hmm. um, but some reason I thought he was in another movie, and I guess it's just because the way like we jumped around the first time. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe yeah. I just didn't... I was like, didn't I register that this like, is the just, end? Yeah, well, she just, like, for now. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. If anything, would see younger him. We wouldn't see, obviously, because yeah. he kaboom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, but yeah, we got we got Hut Slayer Leia. Yeah, and you were like, yeah, that's why she's not Hut Slayer. And I was like, say what? <laughs> <laughs> say what? Yeah. But that their plan was um interesting to say the least. That's one way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> I did think it was like because I, I was thinking when Jabba was killed and everything. So something that I had asked you, I don't think you really have a theory to it, or I, I don't know. But we were talking about how now because Jabba was the gangster oh, on Tatooine. Yeah, like he was the one that ran everything, and now all of a sudden, um, him and his crew are gone. So can you imagine the power vacuum? On Tatooine, because you know crime's not going to just die because oh, Jabba did. No, somebody's going to want to be the top dog. Exactly. So that I, I, that's a story I would be interested in to find out where Tatooine settles, what happens, all that kind of stuff. Because for what we know, there's nobody on there to do anything with it. So can I make a guess? Yes. <laughs> where do you think Maul is at this point? Because remember, he goes back to Tatooine. Return of the Jedi. He's dead. Dang it. He dies before A New Hope. Dang it. <laughs> I just need to make you like a canon map. I, I really do. Oh my God. Somebody please make me a map. Please. Because it's map. not like you don't know these stories. It's just a matter of finding out where they land. Exactly. That's what gets me. Is I, need like a, like, I feel like with all shows that jump like this though, I need a mm-hmm. timeline. Like, yeah. I need a timeline for Game of Thrones too. So like, Yeah. <laughs> I need a family tree and a timeline. <laughs> This one, not so much the family tree. I just need the timeline. Right, right. We'll make one one day. That way I can have like this really cool like timeline map. And Sounds we'll good. Like, birth of Maul. <laughs> Death of Maul. Resurrection of Maul. There you go. Yeah. Death of Maul. Yeah. And then... And then Does not return. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and Dun Maul. <laughs> Dunzo. Yes. Uh, no, that would be cool if he was the one that rose up. But yeah, like I don't know who it would be at that point. Because, I mean... I mean, you're right. I don't know why I thought that. Because he's definitely dead as, like, Luke. Mm-hmm. Before Luke even really grows up good. I wonder if the Empire might have heard anything on it. I mean, it's Outer Rim, so I don't know. I don't know if we have outer anything. Outer Rim? Yeah, Tatooine's in the Outer Rim. Mm. So, I mean, it's not like... Yeah, I mean, it's really far away from the Republic, but at the same time... Or what would have been the Republic. But with the Empire, I mean, they did have a presence on Tatooine. So, maybe the Empire swooped in. Don't know. That would be an interesting story, I think. I, yeah. I would I would be interested to find out how that went. I mean, basically, it would be like Gangster of Thrones <laughs> kind of thing. Oh Game of Gangsters, I guess, on Tatooine. Because, like, it, it, I don't know. That would just be cool. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I feel like I'm, like, rambling too much. I love it. It's okay. 
we just got our brains thinking now. We'll go back and maybe yeah. maybe something. There's a clue somewhere we just missed and we just never really thought about yeah. who would have taken over. Mm-hmm. So it's not something we've ever looked for. But we'll yeah. go back and watch and see. Sure, sure. Um, maybe if it's revealed, because would it be? Would I don't be, think it would, would be, be in the movie at all because that it'd be no. fresh. So oh, Robot Rebels. No, Rebels is before A New Hope. Dang it! I need a timeline! <laughs> All right, so moving forward. <laughs> so Luke goes to Dagobah. So Interesting. Mm-hmm. He went back to Dagobah to talk to Yoda to complete his training. Mm-hmm. And poor Yoda was sickly. Yeah. Did Was it just me or did he look kind of purpley around like his ears and his eyes? He did look like he was dying, yeah. yeah. Like, he, he, he... It wasn't necessarily... Old, older. I mean, obviously he looked old, but like he, he yeah. <laughs> I, I loved his his little jokes though. <laughs> when nine hundred years you reach, not as good you look. Yeah, right. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> like I mean, he, he is still cracking though. jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he is. He's Yoda. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um, but I mean that th- that scene between Luke and Yoda. I mean, it's packed with a lot of information. One thing that I never noticed until the subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it just didn't land with me, but there there was a quote. Titles make it easier, though. That's true. But there was a quote that Yoda um, said that I thought was really interesting, and that I feel really ties into the sequel trilogy okay. and the kind of Luke that we see in it. Okay, you ready? I'm listening. So Yoda says to Luke, "Remember, a Jedi's strength flows from the Force, but beware: anger, fear, aggression, the dark side are they. Once you start down the dark path." Forever will it dominate your destiny. Yes. So I thought this was interesting because, and I don't want to jump too far ahead just yet, but in the throne room with the emperor, he loses his mind. Like he he goes ham on Vader. He does. He even tries to kill the emperor himself out of anger. Yeah. So I think that that's really, really interesting that this was the beginning, which I mean, Luke did throw away the lightsaber, and choose not to fight any longer. But at the same time, I don't know. I feel like it kind of started, started him down that path, you know? I mean... Uh, okay. So here's my thing on it. Mm-hmm. There's not many Jedi that I feel like I've seen that haven't gotten angry, though. Mm-hmm. Like they say, don't be angry, because angry, anger leads to fear, fear leads to hate, hate leads to much suffering, da 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 Yeah. But... We see Anakin mm-hmm. gets angry. He's not able to shake it. No. Um, we've seen Obi-Wan get angry when Qui-Gon died. When Qui-Gon died and, and when Satine was killed. Right. Yeah. Like, you can't say he wasn't angry. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we've seen uh, Ahsoka angry. Oh, definitely. But she's no Jedi. Well, when she was at that point, though, well, yeah, no, when she was, though, yeah, yeah. I well, know, not now, but I know. I just like to throw that quote in whenever I can. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I can't really say I've seen Yoda angry nor Mace. Well, Mace probably was a little angry when he was fighting Palpatine. Oh, definitely. Um, other than that, I'm like trying to think real quick because I mean I feel like there's a handful that I've seen throughout the mm-hmm. movies and the shows and stuff that have had just a touch of anger mm-hmm. run through them when something happens. Right. Like, and you can't sit there and say, like, maybe even Kanan, like. Oh, Kanan definitely had his moments, too. But so, so I guess more of what I'm looking at in that quote, though, is so he he said that these are the, what leads to the dark side. So it doesn't say that you are dark 
or anything. He said this is the path that takes you down there, and basically that it's it's hard to get back once you're gone. So the part that kind of stuck with me is thinking about what Luke did with Ben Solo. Yeah. Um, fear. That was right. his thing. He saw into his mind, and fear overcame him. Even though he was the endless hope, like, I mean, he could, he would believe in anyone, but I feel like at that point, Luke changed. Because we don't get anything after Return of the Jedi other than some of the canon novels, but nothing really about Luke. You know? And that... So I think that it... So so basically what I'm saying, I think it was a crack in the armor, or a crack in the foundation for him. So not necessarily that it turned him dark or did anything, but it changed him ever so slightly to open him up to be susceptible to things like that. Because fear is what drove him with Ben. Fear is what drove him to do what he did. Even though he stopped, he still went down the path. He still started down the path and immediately was like, oh no, just like he did with Vader and Palpatine. He started down the path and said, I'm not going to do this anymore. But you think, like, I don't know, I just feel like at the end of Return of the Jedi, I felt like you almost get that he learned his lesson kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he gave in a little bit, realized what it felt like, didn't like it, was like, no, you're never going to turn me to the dark side. And was like, okay, 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 I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a better Jedi now. I'm going <laughs> to teach the ones younger Got backwards from 10. I'm good. <laughs> right. Like, I just feel like he made way. And then mm-hmm. you get this movie, and next thing you know, he's trying to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're almost like, I don't know, it... That part really makes me angry because you almost don't feel like that's Luke. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Luke already dealt with that. Mm-hmm. And we thought he overcame it. But in reality, he didn't. See, and that's what I'm thinking because I agree with you. It, it doesn't feel like Luke in that time. Now, granted, there's 30 years between the movies, a lot can happen in three decades. So, I mean, I I can see where Luke changed, but something had to have changed him. But what I'm getting at with the Yoda quote, what he warns him, and then what we see of Luke, is that yes, at the end of Return of the Jedi, it would seem that he's learned his lesson. Because he comes out the hero. He comes out the victor. He saved his father. His father brought balance back to the Force. Just like he said in, in, in uh, The Last Jedi, that for a time, there was balance. There yeah. was peace. Um... So, but th- that's the thing is like, it's it's almost like one of those things of once you go there, it's kind of like that, that little chink in your armor, that little crack in the foundation where it's not necessarily that it's going to ruin you, but it's always a part gonna, of you. It's always going to be there. It's always going to be there. There's always that potential for you to revert back to the feeling that you felt before, which I think, and this is a whole nother episode, but why the Jedi ended up failing in themselves and why the Jedi just didn't work. Because to suppress one's feelings and deny their feelings, like, you you can't. Right. Like, you just can't. Just like you were proving all those Jedi we've seen go angry or love something. All this other kind of stuff. Like, you can't just suppress those feelings and just be okay. Right. That's why Anakin was not a good Jedi by that definition. He could have been a great Jedi had he not had to suppress all the feelings for his mother, for the woman he loved, for Ahsoka, for for Obi-Wan, for everyone who was close to him. He could have been great had he not right. been stuck to well, this cookie cutter of a Jedi. Right, 
well, he was told to care for people mm-hmm. more than for himself, mm-hmm. and then to teach people, but to not have attachments. Right. He's he, you're supposed to love, but no attachment. Right. So now I get that unhealthy attachment, which is what Anakin ended up having because he was having feelings he had never understood. Which I heard this on a podcast about how, and then this isn't Return of the Jedi, but I, I think it's relevant. Um, how you know how Anakin really kind of comes off kind of creepy in Attack of the Clones oh to Padme, kind of like kind of like, like I love you. I've watched you sleep all your life, right. kind of thing. Well, think about it. He's never dealt with that before. You're right. He's he never. I guess hit on a woman. He's never. He's never tried to court a woman. I guess is. He's never really seen one. Whether he was a kid, I'm sure. Outside of the order, right? Like, right. Yeah. So he he doesn't know how to handle himself when he's having all these feelings. Right. He's like, I know I'm not supposed to do this, but I really want to do this. Awkward teenage boy at that point. Like all all boys don't even lie. Boys, you are you were (laughs) you were awkward. You didn't know how to talk to a lady. You were just like. Your hair's nice. <laughs> you smell nice. Right. Like, <laughs> I like your pencils. Like I like your pencils. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now, you know that's you, golden. Use it, guys. You know you all threw something stupid out there that you said to a girl. Well, of course, you yeah. Because you didn't know how to talk to a girl. Right. Well, you and that's all these feelings yeah. grow up out of nowhere, and all of a sudden you realize like. Wow, girls are cool. Wow, she's pretty. You know, and then you wanted to talk to her, but yeah. you didn't know what to say. And that's exactly how Anakin felt. He's he always yeah. pretty girl, and he was just like, "Oh God." <laughs> should Should she know that she's been in my dreams since the time that we left? Probably sounds like a good idea. You should go for it, Anakin. Right. <laughs> Isn't that why? Obi-Wan said something about be mindful of your thoughts. They betray you, yeah, all that kind of stuff. It's like, calm down, man. Be mindful of your feelings. <laughs> but that's the thing is, like, so we make fun of that and everything, but, like, it, it, it reveals something deeper with that, is that he was having these feelings, and he knew how he was supposed to deal with them, but he couldn't deal with them, because that's not Anakin. Anakin <laughs> felt. Anakin, Anakin loved. Anakin, he had attachment, but trying to suppress things that he felt, it became unhealthy attachment. If you're not for me, <laughs> you're against me. <laughs> um, but I mean, getting back to Luke and everything, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and getting back to Luke and everything, it's it's one of those things, it's like once you have those feelings and you go down that path, it gets easier and easier to do it every time. And so when he let go to anger, because fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering. So he let go of he let go and released that anger, and then with Ben it was that fear. So those feelings crept in, even though he tried to keep them out. And I feel like that made him susceptible to become who he was. Right. Because I mean, in all honesty, by igniting his lightsaber and almost killing his nephew, he let down his sister, the only family he has in the galaxy left, and his best friend Han. Right. So I mean. There's a lot of implications there that lead to Grumpy Luke. <laughs> it's more than just a get off my lawn situation. I mean, it is because, I mean, you just got to think too of like, what if that would have never happened? Like, what would have happened to Kylo? Mm-hmm. Like, would he have always just been Ben Solo, not Kylo Ren? Well, and that's where I think that we need more story to make a good assessment of that. Because maybe he was already there at that point. Maybe. And maybe he just but, needed an excuse to go ham. But that boy you know what I mean? scared. 
Oh, yeah, he did. I mean, if your uncle was standing over your bed with a lightsaber or uh, any kind of weapon and just staring at you, you'd feel some type of way, too. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> so I don't fault he, him. No, but, but I just feel like if he had already gone further mm-hmm. than we thought at that point, like, I felt like, I don't know, I feel like he would have had more revenge in his eye, not fear. More, A little more ready for it? Yeah. Okay. I can, you know I can I mean? see that. Yeah. Because I feel like the Sith are never, like... Not saying he was a sin at that point, but you know what I mean? Like, he was a little further along. I don't feel like they ever mm-hmm. had this look of, like, fear in their eyes. It was almost like there was conflict in him, and then he decided at that point, this is who I am because I'm going to react to this. Right. So it was almost like the decision was made for him, even though he made the decision, I guess. Well, I mean, it's that almost back to an Anakin situation mm-hmm. when he feels like the Jedi turned on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, all, they basically made the decision easier for him right yeah and if your teacher mentor was standing mm-hmm. over you with a lightsaber <laughs> not in lava kinda, obviously but kind of makes you feel some type of way right so it's like <laughs> you know who else is against me at this point like mm-hmm. i need to get away like i can't be here like right you know what i mean like what other smoke was right have? stuff like that right all or, the things that were planted in his head that Luke said, oh, I saw it. I saw it. Which is another thing. Like, so many TLJ vibes throughout this entire movie. (laughs) And I know a lot of people don't like this movie. But, like, there's so much to this that I was just getting all this. But it it came to, like, how Luke was saying, I saw the darkness in him. I saw saw him going down that path. All the destruction he was going to cause. All that kind of stuff. Palpatine. Went through the whole time to the telling Vader throughout the entire movie. I see that he joins us. I see that he'll come to you. I see that this happens. This will happen. This will happen. But the future is not set in stone. Same thing happens with Kylo and Rey. Right. They see each other's future, but neither one of them turn out the way that they thought it would be. Right. And so it's this cockiness and arrogance. And so Luke took that vision, what he could see in his mind. And took it for what it was, which I mean, he was a teenage boy. You can't trust anything in his mind, but <laughs> but I mean, he took it for what it was and was like, "Oh my God, he's gonna do this." Mm-hmm. But as we see, the future is not set in stone. It's not. That's what we see in all the movies. Literally, because in there, like a part two, in um, when Anakin was still dealing with it, and is it is who is it? somebody says something to him to the effect of um, like, oh, it's the uh, it's the father during the the son. The son and the daughter. Oh, yeah. And Mortis, yeah. Yeah, and Mortis. He tells Anakin that his path is not set. Like, he can choose the path that he wants to take. Mm -hmm. And that just goes to show you there. I mean, this is, like, the guy who, like, is the light and the dark, Mm -hmm. essentially. And he has to have his son and daughter in order to balance him out. And then eh, he dies. He doesn't die, does he? The father dies, yeah. Oh, that's what I thought. Okay, dang Father, it. son, right. and daughter die. I was right. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I doubted myself, y'all. Timeline. Um... Timeline in a map here. <laughs> um, but I mean, he deals mm-hmm. with the light and the dark, so you just know that he, I mean, he essentially is the one who knows it all when you think about it. Exactly. No, and, and I completely agree with you on that. Um, so I, I feel like with Return of the Jedi, like it brings up so much story that I know personally I didn't think about. Right. Um, for everything. And I mean, it just kind of like, I don't know, it put a lot of things to the forefront for me. Like the whole time I was looking at you like, <gasps> like sucking the air out of the room. Like, oh my God, this was an old Ash Jedi. Oh my God, subtitles are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, I guess while we're on the throne room, I mean, there was a lot to me that resembled the throne room in The Last Jedi as well. 
Um, so the part where yeah. the emperor turns him out the window with the the battle over indoor and all that kind of stuff, he's like, "Look at your friends. We're we're going to destroy them. They're all going to die, and it's all because of you." And, um, da, 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 and all this other kind of stuff, which is what Snoke did to Ray, threw her up to the window and was like, "Hey, look at all your escaping friends. They're all gonna die." Right. <laughs> well, which is really creepy. Just by the way. Because he was all like, yes, why do you think you got through so easily? Yeah. I set it all in motion. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, well, it was that arrogance. It was the same thing that Snoke went through, too. Which, granted, Snoke a had a little bit more tactic, of... Though. It is. But Snoke had a little bit more of an upper hand, I feel. But at the same time, like, I mean, Palpatine, he was sure he had it the whole time. There was no way they were going to blow up the the deflector shield. They were there was no way they were going to make it through the Death Star. There was no way any of that was going to happen. Right. Because he saw the future. Your friends are going to die. <laughs> uh. Yep. But like the whole time he's sitting here trying to coax Luke to to kill him and and all this other kind of stuff and everything, which Luke tries. Luke tries. He sure does try. Um, which I did like uh, that Vader has you, you know like I told you he's been practicing since the battle with obi-wan uh on mustafar mm-hmm. like how to combat the high ground yes you like that saber throw i did i mean i'm sure he's practiced that so many times in his room he's like never again Palpatine walks by he's like stop throwing your saber i i this is practice i've got to i gotta get right. this down <laughs> but yeah but i mean there's so much in that throne room that i mean it was mirror image like history was repeating itself with Snoke and everything. So I thought that was really interesting. It was. I mean, I feel like it all kind of comes back in this little circle here. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's all, there's, there's, there's likeness everywhere. Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what did you think about Luke throwing away his lightsaber and choosing not to fight after he literally beat Vader into the ground, <sighs> cut off his hand, and it was just like, you know what? I'm good. Well, I mean, at least he realized it wasn't a real hand. That's true. <laughs> he was just like, oh my god, it's me. Right. Which comes back oh. to Empire Strikes Back. You remember what he saw on Dagobah when he uh, cut Vader's head off in the little uh, cave thing and it blew up and his face was in the Vader helmet. Yeah. Yeah. So, foreshadowing. Oh. <laughs> Which I never, I, I don't know why I never connected that until now. Um, the whole thing with, with, Luke seeing himself inside the Vader helmet and then the final battle on the Death Star with the Emperor. So, I don't know. I think it's cool. I like foreshadowing and symbolism and all that good stuff. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, it was kind of stupid, honestly, to throw your lights away. (laughs) But at the same time, I do understand why he did it. Yeah. Because he was not necessarily proving a point, but... Standing up for what he believed in as a Jedi at that mm-hmm. point, as in like, no, I'm not gonna fight anymore. Like, cause, yeah, I mean, that's not who the Jedi were to begin with. They weren't meant to be there to fight, and yet somehow that's kind of like what happened. Though, is they ended up in the Clone Wars, a war they should never generals of battalions. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it, it never should have happened like that, but mm-hmm. it did. And so I mean, I feel like with it just being like Yoda and. uh and hmm, not Anakin, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it kind of got set back on the right path of what the Jedi were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Not saying Luke was like the model perfect Jedi, but you know what I mean. Like he, 
his morals were there, I guess, in some form or fashion. Some of them were. Yeah. He tried. It, it, right. It's kind of like a better late than never kind of thing. Right. It's like, well, you did the wrong thing at first, but you corrected it. Right. So I guess it's okay now kind of thing. You realized. <laughs> you realized before it was too late, before you killed someone, even though you tried to kill two people, when you tried to kill Palpatine first, and then your father. So, I mean... We'll excuse it. <laughs> I mean, he did things out of anger that he regrets. That's true. That's true. Definitely. We all do things out of anger we regret. Isn't That's true. that right, Danny? That is true. It happens. <laughs> what are you trying to say? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so what did you think? What is your stance on Ewoks? Little murder bears. The little murder bears. They're pretty cute. Um, a few <laughs> of them are kind of scary looking. I'm just nodding in mm-hmm. a while. You're scary. But for the most part, they're cute. I'm, I guess maybe they knew what a um, Wookiee was, because I'm kind of wondering as to why they chose a gold robot over like a giant giant bear. No. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, originally they were supposed to be Wookiees. Like, it was supposed to be Kashyyyk and all that kind of stuff. Um, oh, that's even more terrifying now, I feel like. That would have been a much terrifying fight. You could just rip the arms <laughs> off. Exactly. Can you imagine how bloody and, like, just carnage all that would have been? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and I knew I had seen this movie, and I probably could have described a few of the parts, but uh, I really enjoyed the part after they all got captured, and they were all like, C-3PO, tell them these are your friends. Oh, yeah. Let them go. And they were like, we don't believe you. And they kept setting wood underneath them, and finally they were going to catch them on fire, and and Luke was like, tell them you'll use your magic if they don't listen. And he was like, well, they won't believe me, Master Luke. Like, you know, yeah. whatever he says. And then that's when Luke, like, lifts him up in the air. And I thought that was yeah. really funny. I just didn't remember that part for some reason. Like, I remember them getting captured. Yeah. I remember them almost getting eaten. And then I remember them being set free. I, I, I loved knew. how hysterically you were laughing through that whole thing. Because he was like, oh! <laughs> that was really funny. And then, and then, of course, 3PO being 3PO, I never knew I had it in me. Right? <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's probably one of the most annoyed things about him though sometimes. It's yeah. Like, oh, dude. He's going to go ahead and take credit. Right. <laughs> it's like, well, never knew I had it in me. Thanks, guys. He's still, he walks or, really or more like, your you're welcome, guys. Right. <laughs> Getting a big head there, C3PO. Calm down. Yeah. It's like Ewoks are. So you, you got actually got a little emotional with the Ewoks too at one point. Oh my God, Danny. Don't even. <laughs> I feel like you're starting to tear up thinking about it. <laughs> oh, Ewok died. I never mm-hmm. remember that part, but it was like when they were running, I think the ATs. Or not ATs, but the little chicken walkers, mm-hmm. ATSTs. Yeah. Um eh. I was about to say you you were right. <laughs> I know. Um like immediately after I said AT though, I was thinking of those big big ones. No. Um <laughs> I knew I was not trying. Um started shooting at them and you see both of them kind of like, well, you know, flying yeah. there a little bit. And one of them does this like funky roll and gets back up, and you're like waiting for the other one to get up so they can keep running, and it doesn't move. Mm-hmm. And the little bear kind of rolls over to it, and it's like shaking it, like "Get up, friend or brother." It was awful. Or wife, yeah. Or husband, or whoever you are, get up. <laughs> and it doesn't. Move and then he just lays his head on it and they just sit there and it pans away and I'm like, why'd you do that to me? <laughs> Thanks, George Lucas. <laughs> I could just live without that. That'd be fine. Well, well, the well, the murder bears went from whimsical to pretty serious really quickly after that moment. It did, but I mean, even though it was a really sucky moment, I feel like it was a 
I don't want to say a good moment, but it kind of was. It was important. It was. I think is the the best way to describe it. It was important, showing that there's they had a stake in the fight. Yeah, they had something to lose. They weren't just little like mm-hmm. warriors, right? Like the clones, like mm-hmm. they're disposable. <laughs> we'll just make new ones. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, they kicked up their game. <laughs> you cry? No, I'm fine, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> You good? A, you good? Yeah, there's just a Ewok in my eye. Do you need Ewok therapy? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Unblinking murder bear therapy. <laughs> Did you know in the special editions they made them blink? They added CGI to make them blink. Because no! <laughs> if you've been following this, we have the original versions that I had no idea that we even had <laughs> until we started watching them and everything. And, uh, yeah, they don't blink. They just stare at you. Didn't notice, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't staring that hard. <laughs> I noticed, because it creeped me out a couple times. <laughs> because, like, Wicket would just be staring straight into the screen. And it's just like, blink. Blink. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't notice. Want to watch it again now, and you'll have to, like, make me watch it. Oh, you won't be hard. able to not notice it from now on. <laughs> um so moving forward on return of the jedi so so what did you think of lando reuniting with l3 oh in my, the millennium falcon oh my god danny <laughs> hold up a second hold your ever-living horses just for a second <laughs> hold you, up you didn't catch that did you no i did but you know okay. what? you know we were talking last night and we made a bet for like five hundred million dollars, <laughs> that I was gonna be right about Battlefront. Oh yeah! And it literally just hit me that she was there mm-hmm. on Indoor. Yeah, Iden was on Indoor when it blew up, which means like she was there during this movie, technically fighting the murder bears and the rebels. Yep. Oh my god! Why am I so slow? <laughs> I won that bet. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't technically wrong though. I just had the wrong ship. It was and, still a circular the wrong era. ship. I still had a circular <laughs> ship. They made three of them, and all three of them blow up. You'd think they'd learn their lesson by now, but they haven't. They haven't learned their lesson. They're probably gonna build a fourth one because they're still stupid. <laughs> That's the plot to episode nine. Right. We'll build a bigger, better Star Killer. Right. <laughs> Star Killer two. <laughs> They get, they get less inventive with their names as they go on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to happen. And another one's going to blow up and it'll be fine. Yes. But yeah. So Lando and L3 together again, flying the Battle of Endor, which is awesome. It was really cool. Yes. I do like that Lando was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you like Lando any more in this one? I did. I, I knew you would. I figured I would too, but <laughs> yeah, it's just the first few impressions you get of him. You're just kind of like, seriously, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, in all honesty, in Empire, I mean the 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 equation to that would be DJ and TLJ, right? Because I mean, like, you don't, don't like him at all. <laughs> like, dude, like sells out the entire resistance. Mm, you're not too mad at him at first. Not at first. First, he's like, okay, he could be a pretty cool guy. Yeah. You think something sketchy about him, though, but you just don't know what yet. You just <laughs> put your finger on it. And, and then he says that last, maybe. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I do. I did like Lando a lot more um, in this. And, I, and one of the things I think I really enjoyed 
was um, Han and Lando's relationship because it made me see a lot of um, young Han and young Lando. Absolutely. And it just, it, it took me back to Solo a little bit because mm-hmm. I feel like, oh my gosh, like, in his name Aiden, the guy who played Solo? Uh, Alden. Alden. I knew mm-hmm. he was part of the A. Um, so we had Alden and Childish Gambino. <laughs> Donald Glover. Thank you. God, I was like, I know you his were close. stage name. But I know. You weren't wrong. I know it wasn't technically. But, um, Childish Landino. <laughs> I hurt you. Um, it just really showed me what good actors they were. Because, like... Honestly, like I've said, I know with Solo for sure, like with Han, I've always said that I felt like he did a really good job embodying mm-hmm. um, like the older Han. Mm-hmm. But like with Lando, I was just not sure, mm-hmm. honestly. But I saw it in this movie. And I yeah. was like, oh my gosh, what good little actors they are. Right? Like they did a great job mm-hmm. to me. Like n- you won't be able to prove me wrong. Yeah. Or you, you, if you have your own opinions, it's fine. Right? Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you're, never, you're not going to change my mind. Yeah. I mean. Like, you're not going to change my mind on saying, like, well, there's a height difference. <laughs> his hair Pe- just people wasn't, grow up. wasn't quite the wrong color. And he had a mole on his butt. So, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it's random out there. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like to me, that they, were, they really embody the characters really mm-hmm. well. I, I agree. I completely agree. And I liked... Uh, Han and Lando reuniting and even Han going, yeah, take her. Go ahead. Talking about the Falcon and everything. It was just, you, you see their their partnership and friendship just go to a different level. I think it's really cool. That part to me, honestly, was a little weird. Really? It was to me because, I don't know, maybe there's something else that's going to happen when we get another solo movie that's going to change the relationship. I don't feel like Han and Lando left on a good foot, really and truly. Like, yes, he won mm-hmm. back the Falcon, but I don't know. I don't feel like. Well, see, I'm not sure how much time passed between Empire and Return of the Jedi. Right, and I'm sure they've seen each other since then. Because I mean, Lando's a general at this point. Right. So yeah, I mean, sure. that's significant. I know they've seen each other a couple times here and there, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess my thing is, I, I just the line when Lando was like, "I know how much she means to you." Mm-hmm. Like. I don't know. I almost feel like if that would have been like in Solo, he'd have been like, "Well, you know how much she means to me." You know what I mean? Like I won't. I, don't I feel can like see it that. Would have been like you. It would have been me. Like mm-hmm. of course I'm not gonna mess her up. She was mine first. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I, I don't know. That's what it was weird to me because I didn't expect that. Yeah. Like I kind of expected Lana to be like, well, of course I'm gonna take care of her. Like, mm-hmm. duh. So I mean, you know, it's like handing down your car. You know what I mean? Like, right. If it was yours first, and now your son's driving or something, you know, mm-hmm. of course, like if the father has to drive it again, they're gonna take care of it because it was theirs first. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Yeah. I just, that's why I thought that line was really weird. I was just kind of like, but, you know, time's passed. So. Well, see, I wonder if it, it was just a level of respect for him that they hadn't reached before. Um, because now we're not smugglers. We're generals in the rebellion. And so, I mean, I don't know. To me, it kind of showed growth between the two and kind of showed them kind of growing out of their old childish ways. I mean, you're right. Because, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, obviously, if... If something like that would have taken place during, you know, the younger mm-hmm. years, Han would have never even well, offered and, for him to take the ship. Yeah, He'd have been like, no, absolutely. you can find your own ride. Like, that's exactly. Like, <laughs> I mean, you'll he, scratch her up. Lando left him. <laughs> I'm sure he's left Lando. I mean, like, it, it's just, it, I, I feel like it was a different time in their life. And at that point, it's more of a, you know what? 
take her. She's the fastest ship in the in the fleet. You'll need her right. and everything. It was like we're on the same side. We're in this together, and it, it was a new respect. Because can you ever imagine Lando ever saying? Hey, yeah, take her, whatever. Like, there's no way either one of them would have ever done that. Right. So, I I, I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of cool. It was, um, but... It's, I a, said, it's a different relationship at that point, yeah. It is. I guess I was still, in, like, in my solo mind, though. Like I said. Yeah, I just, sure, I just, sure. Like, I was like, what? <laughs> like, that's not what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Lando learned to let go. <laughs> oh. So... One thing that we didn't talk about with the throne room and all that other kind of stuff is how everything ended. So what did you think about Anakin's final redemption? All right. So I do like that Anakin was able to kind of turn himself around for his son, I guess. Um, Even though for a while he didn't realize he had a son. (laughs) He thought he was dead. Like his wife. Anyway, though. My bad. Um... (laughs) I do like that there was a little redemption because mm-hmm. I feel like that's, I mean, I knew this happened, so I guess I'm, you know, I'm not surprised, but I guess from the beginning, you're always rooting for Anakin to make the right choices, which you always know too. Like he turns into Vader, like, of course. You know how it's going to end. Right. You yeah. do know. Mm-hmm. I mean, even before I've really watched all the movies good, like I, I think honestly, it, the first question if you would have said like, what do you know about Star Wars? Are they going to be like, uh, Darth Vader? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that would probably been all I really could have told sure, you. Sure. Yeah. Honest to God, like, I think that's the only character I've ever really even known the name to. Yeah. Um, so, it was nice seeing him redeem himself, but mm-hmm. I didn't like his face. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't wish they would have left the helmet on. <laughs> I just got so used to seeing Anakin as Christian... Hayden Christensen? Yes, Hayden. Sorry, Christian. Yeah. Hayden. Yeah, just I got used to seeing him as Hayden. Um, so it was just weird. I don't like it. So, so you weren't a fan of uh, Sebastian Shaw? No. <laughs> that was not Taylor Swift. I mean, which, I mean, I guess it's not like I was expecting him to be like Fabio and pull off his helmet <laughs> and have those long, luscious locks like, hello, it's me, Vader. Anakin has an age today. Right. Like, I mean, I guess I wasn't expecting that. But I wasn't expecting an ashtray either, so. <laughs> I mean, he looked pretty rough in Revenge does, of the Sith, I mean, so. I guess it, it it's People accurate. age, Kristen. People age. I know, I guess it's pretty e- Even inside giant lungs, like <laughs> iron lungs. lungs. It's a giant iron lung. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I just, I didn't like it. His <laughs> eyebrows bothered me. He needed him to get shaved. Because that was on Vader's priority list. It was. It was part of his self. We'll talk about his diary later. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, his redemption for me, I, I liked the moment that he got with his son. Because, I mean, if you think about it all the way back to Anakin, before he made that turn and all this other kind of stuff, I mean, the moment that we talked about in, I think it was... What was it? Revenge of the Sith? Yeah. Revenge of the Sith when he found out that he was having kids or a kid is all he knew. Right. Um, 
I mean, all the way back then, I mean, he was happy, even though he hesitated. <laughs> he, he was still happy, though. Which you realized, too. I, don't I know do realize. That, but I know we talked about the hesitation on the show, and you were yeah. like, no, he didn't. And then I was like... I went back and watched it. He hesitated. Oh, he hesitated. He was like, oh, 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 this is the happiest day of my life. No, he wasn't speechless. It's like, His make a decision, Anakin, make a decision. Right. Like, he was like, can I get away? how fast can a jedi run right how would i explain this to everyone if i just like took off and lived on like maybe i should like tattooing or something like, he just pulls on napoleon dynamite and just kind of looks at her just and done <laughs> <laughs> just takes off running <laughs> my chapstick my lips are real bad oh my god <laughs> but i mean going back to that moment when i mean he says it's the happiest day of his life can i mean can you just imagine for years he thought they were dead Right. He thought he was the only one left, and it was just the emperor was all he had, and that's what the emperor fed him. And then he finds out he has a son, mm-hmm. and which, courtesy of Boba Fett, this is from the Marvel comics, um, he finds out about Luke, and he's, he's like, do you have a name? And Boba's like, Skywalker. And then that's when he realizes, I have a kid. <laughs> They're still alive. Yes. <laughs> um, I know they... Probably should have changed their last name. <laughs> they did it with Leia, but say, forget Luke. Like, <laughs> we'll make you an easy target, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, it's just that moment for me is is just special because it's even though he was world's most awful dad (laughs) to his to his defense he didn't know he was their dad so didn't and you know honestly i was about to say too um one of the things that probably encouraged him to do something better was the fact that i mean anakin obviously didn't have a dad Mm -hmm. obi-wan was the closest thing he had yep um so and at that point he hated obi-wan right Mm -hmm. so i mean you just gotta imagine that this was his own blood Mm -hmm. child and you know, I don't know. I just, I feel like he had to hit that realization as like a father. You have, you do anything for your child. Absolutely. Well, and that's the thing you see where, um, where he, he's sit. I mean, Luke's sitting there getting fried by Palpatine and he, and he doesn't say no stop, no stop to Palpatine. He cries out, father, help me. He keeps saying father, father. That hits Anakin. Right. Like, you can tell, even even through the faceless mask, he's sitting I mean, here looking he back and forth. He's like, oh, yeah. God. He's like, I, I gotta make a decision. That this, I don't like this. And it's the moment that you realize that Anakin still has a heart. And I think that's a, a huge, huge moment for yes. him. Um, because he makes that decision to, you know what? Now's the time for it to be over. Right. I, I risk my life for my son from my child and everything. And so even though, yes, he killed younglings, yes, he did all those awful things and everything, it doesn't excuse all those things, but at the same time, that brought balance to the Force because Anakin was allowed to love. Yeah. He was. You're so cute. (laughs) You just came up with that all on your own, didn't you? I know. I was like, no, I've been preparing that for weeks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're so silly. Um, do you have any other last thoughts on that? I don't. No. Okay. So I really want to talk about the immediate after. So you see, um, they take his body to Endor mm-hmm. and burn it. Uh, 
Which I guess is a, it's kind of like a Jedi way, isn't it? Because that's what they do with Qui-Gon. The funeral pyre? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So it's not unusual to burn bodies as Jedi, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he took Yoda's thing, uh, luminous beings, are we, to a whole new other level. <laughs> I mean, right. So I just want to talk about this Force Ghost for a second. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> honest to God, when, when he popped up right there next to Qui-Gon... Or was it Obi-Wan? Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And Yoda, I was like, who he? <laughs> <laughs> you know, honest to God, the only way I knew it was him was his eyebrows. Well, and so and, and reiterating what we said earlier, this is not special edition. This is original version. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so this wasn't Christian. <laughs> this wasn't Hayden. Or, this dang it, why do I keep calling him Christian? <laughs> this wasn't Hayden. Yeah, this was Sebastian Shaw. Right. The original Vader. <laughs> and even the though he so, looked yeah. like an ashtray in that suit, <laughs> I noticed the eyebrows right away. Oh, my and gosh. And then he turned even to a, a wider ashtray standing there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It well, they gave him some new robes and everything. It so. did, at least. But yeah. those eyebrows. <laughs> and I noticed him. I was like, oh, God. And you're like, it's Anakin. It's like, <laughs> no, it's not. Which I mean. Can you imagine how the afterlife, how awkward that's going to be between him, Obi-Wan, and Yoda? Yeah, so I wonder, like, uh, who taught him that? Or, you know what I mean? How, who taught him how to be a Force ghost? Right. No idea. Right, because that's never talked about. Because in, um, nope. at least in with Obi-Wan, Yoda told him. Well, he had to Yoda go... told him about Qui-Gon and he learned from Qui-Gon. Exactly. Yeah. Because exactly. Yoda learned from Qui-Gon. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So at least we know those three people learned. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, Anakin becomes a Force ghost. But why? Like, mm-hmm. who did he learn from? Did he learn from, uh, which I guess, why would he want to be a Force ghost with them? I mean, Vader did have a pursuit of knowledge to a degree. Um, so, I mean, it's not wild to think that he may have somehow taught himself this. But to our knowledge up to that point, only light side users could do that. Right, and let's say, what if Palpatine taught him? Then I was like, but you don't see the Sith running around as a little No. <laughs> uh, the closest you get to that, um, which you haven't come up on this on the Clone Wars yet, is Darth Bane appears to Yoda, but it's it's not really Darth Bane. It's a a trick. Uh, so, yeah. But it's... Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you don't ever see the Sith doing that or anything, so, I mean, that's the first time that someone that chose the dark side... Like, I don't know, did he just choose to be a good guy and then all of a sudden like hey yeah you're in punch the ticket right (laughs) you meet the requirements right (laughs) but yeah i can just imagine how awkward that would be trying to be like hey hey man you know when you uh struck me down on the death on the uh uh, the the death star right there yeah i left my robes on your deck (laughs) right (laughs) that was that was awkward man (laughs) not cool not cool (laughs) i know it's funny I, i do understand why they made it um sebastian at first though Mm -hmm. because it made sense to what was happening that was anakin i mean it was at that time for all intents and purposes that was anakin right yeah but at the same time i honestly liked that it was hayden better gasp i know right well to me if it's like a force thing like and i feel like i said this a million times but it was a force thing Mm -hmm. and honestly Hayden is how we remember Anakin before he turned to the dark side. True. Before he gave himself to become Vader. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's like, 
I mean, I guess it's kind of like how he hit Rewind at the same time, but it's like he... Because the, the whole thing is is that Anakin died mm-hmm. and became Vader. Mm-hmm. So Anakin, at this point, was already technically, air quotes, dead. Mm-hmm. So from like a certain standpoint, I guess, from a certain point of view... Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, it would seem as if like that's who it should be because at that point, Anakin was already dead anyway. Mm-hmm. So... When, Makes sense. Even though his physical body mm-hmm. wasn't dead, like I don't want to say his soul was, I guess, because I feel like that's getting well. Weird, and that's the thing but... is that I mean we don't really know much about this Force ghosting or anything. Only that just a handful, not even a handful of Jedi know how to do it, right? Because I mean you don't have a ton of them appearing to everybody. No, you the don't. only ones that we've seen are Obi Wan and Yoda. That's it. Quite or no, Qui Gon doesn't appear as a ghost. He appears as lights. He can't fully manifest. Oh. You haven't seen that arc yet either. No. <laughs> we'll we'll do that we for the Clone him. Wars. I yeah. we saw him like once or twice. He's like ghostly. Uh, on Mortis. That was different. Oh. Yeah. Okay. On Mortis, he, he manifested. Because strong there. Mm-hmm. And he can't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know things. <laughs> 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 oh. But yeah. So, so we don't really know how it works, just that it does yeah. right now. So, I mean, it'd be interesting to learn more about that, and I'm sure it'll appear in a book or the comics or something like that, but yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> so. so, cool. So, what was your favorite moment overall from Return of the Jedi? I'm not sure, honestly. There were... It wasn't very action-packed like I normally like. I mean, mm-hmm. it did have a decent amount, though. Like, I'm not going to sit and say it was like a boring movie, because it wasn't boring at, mm-hmm. at all. But it's just hard for me to pick. Do you have a favorite moment that way I can think? Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say, I mean, I have two. Oh. One's kind of minor, but um, I love the throne room battle. Okay. That, that's one of my favorites just because there's a lot of just deep kind of story and lore and everything with Luke and Vader and Palpatine, which is really, really exciting and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, can I say something real quick? I'm so sorry. Um, can we just talk a second about how much Luke has grown as a Jedi, though? Like, how strong he is? Oh, yeah. Compared to when we saw him last time, he was getting, like, random stuff thrown at him from Vader. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, like, dodging, <laughs> like, everything that was flying at him. Oh, yeah. And, but he held his ground. And He's nice and polished this time. I remember... I remember having a friendly debate. <laughs> with people, oh, no. With people who... I forgot about this. Know, right? With because it was this question of like who was stronger it was a uh, like return of the jedi luke or, or revenge of the sith anakin the sith- yes yeah. revenge of the sith anakin and i mean i'm not gonna lie i always luke has not ever been my favorite character so <laughs> i mean well i feel like you been- like luke more now though um uh, a little bit more i feel like you understand him better I, I respect guess. him, I guess. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we are in respecting kind of. Yeah. But, um, and I always thought Anakin, but I mean, also wasn't well versed on the movies then when I made my answer. And, mm-hmm. and I guess, I'm not going to say I'm changing it, but at the same time, uh, at the same time, uh, I do think Luke has grown a lot. Absolutely, since. yeah. So he's definitely really grown. Mm-hmm. He's definitely grown, and he's he's more powerful for yes, sure. He's definitely more powerful. Yeah. Um. When we see him in Return of the Jedi, uh, there's actually a deleted scene for Return of the Jedi where it 
before uh, C-3PO and R2 go to Jabba's palace. Um, they're in a kind of like a cavern nook kind of thing with uh, Luke, and he's building his green lightsaber. Like he's finishing it, which, as we know from Clone Wars and stuff like that, that's like the mark of like, you're a Jedi. You have control over the Force and you know how to access it and build it because they don't build it with their hands. They build it through the Force. So, Mm -hmm. what's one, you know, Vader notices too when he picks it up. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, I see you build your old lightsaber. Yeah. He's like, your powers have grown or you've grown. Yeah. So yeah, sorry, but the, what's your what's your <laughs> second favorite? Oh, my second one, and, and it, I really like, even though the the plan at Jabba's palace makes no sense whatsoever, I really like the plan or uh, the whole Jabba's palace scene. Um, <laughs> I love I love the part where uh, Leia brings in Chewie and all that kind of stuff, and he's like, Honestly, he's like, why should I pay you fifty thousand? She's like, a, and then <laughs> does the thermal detonator. Um, <laughs> Because remember we talked about this too. I, as soon as she did it, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, oh Solo. yeah, yeah, Han, yeah. I was like, "That's when Han grabs that rock and click, click, or whatever." Yeah. And they're like, "He's got a bomb!" Or whatever yeah. it is. And yeah. Like, no, that's a rock. You make that noise, that clicking noise with your mouth. <laughs> and I yes. was like, "That's so funny." Which I mean, hers was actually real, right? But she was Leia wasn't bluffing, it, right? But she was using it to bargain, though, right? Which is exactly what Han does, which. I'm sure Hans never told her, and obviously Leia wasn't around at this point. Yeah. But it just kind of like, it's like, Leia, girl, you've been around Han too long. You're trying to pick up on everything, girl. Like, Yeah. Well, it was almost like Leia came in with more force than anyone else. Even though Luke came in choking out Gamorrean guards and everything, like, she came in with force. Like, she was ready, like... Cool, you're you're gonna follow my thing, and, or we're, I'm gonna blow this place well, up. Well, the so. difference was is like no one knew it was Leia. Mm-hmm. Like it was a bounty hunter for all that you know, from what they knew. Right, a well-known bounty hunter. Right. Yeah. Um, who probably was wouldn't hesitate, but mm-hmm. Luke didn't have anything on him, and it's not the way of the Jedi to kill. So it's not. Like he yeah, was he to choked go. out two guards Maybe all the way in. Him out, but they're probably still alive. <laughs> I just deprived them they're of probably, oxygen. No big they're deal. Having sweet piggy dreams. <laughs> fine. So, did you pick a favorite part? Honestly, I don't mean to steal yours, but the Han, or not Han, the the Leia and Chewie part probably would have been one of my tops from the the Jabba's Palace. Yeah, I think that's my favorite part overall. With the, I mean, not overall, but that's one of the parts that I remember the most when I think Return of the Jedi um, is the the opening sequence with Jabba and the Sarlacc Pit and Hut Slayer Leia and all that kind of stuff. Like, I just I love it. It's it's really fun. It is, and honestly, I like any Han and Leia moment too. Like, Mm. they're all cute. Oh, definitely. Wouldn't it have been awkward? I've seen this meme around, but wouldn't it have been awkward? It's like, it's like who, who, who is that? Someone who loves you, Kira. Oh God, I know you even said it too. It's like a joke. Um, and okay, top favorite part when they were outside that little bunker when they were trying to let the shields down, mm-hmm. and they swapped it, and she, he said, "I love you." And she was. I know. Yeah, because she, she flashes a blaster. Yeah, she flashes a blaster because there's, like, two stormtroopers behind yep. them. He's like, oh, I love you. I know. And he, like, ducks out of the way so she can shoot him. It's so cute. She's got a little smuggler in her. She She's- does. She's been with Han too long. <laughs> Not too long, really, truly. Yeah. But 
I love it. I, I definitely love it. Yes. All, all their banter back and forth. And like, especially like even when they're, uh, bef- I think it's while they're getting the briefing from Mon Mothma and everything. And uh, she's like, <laughs> Leia's like, who would be crazy enough to take that mission? And they're like, General Solo. And she just looks at him like side eyes and like, uh, you're doing what? Right. We just got you back. Right. I'm not rescuing you again. <laughs> so she's like, I have to go with you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But no, I, I, I love, I love, their relationship throughout this whole thing and everything like return of the jedi is great i definitely love the movie i'm, I'm glad we got to watch it again and everything Me too. so that rounds out our not so machete order yes it sure does yes. all right guys so that wraps up our return of the jedi Woo-hoo! episode so thank you guys for hanging in there with us i know this is a longer episode than normal so we appreciate you guys we hope you enjoyed it i hope you had fun with us as well um, just kind of reliving the Return of the Jedi, you know? Yeah. It was a lot of fun. We enjoyed watching it, and uh, Kristen, I've enjoyed watching all of these with you. It's I been really cool. It's been really fun going back and rewatching because mm-hmm. it's just so much more that I picked up on. Same for you because of subtitles. <laughs> well, in a lot of things, because, like, I don't know, like, it just kind of, uh, like I said at the beginning of the episode, it really brought Star Wars to life for me again. Um, it gave me a new perspective to it, and it's a lot of fun watching somebody who hasn't seen them as often as I have and just kind of lighten up and loving it. So thank you for watching it with me. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so, guys, so until next week, um, definitely make sure to subscribe. Um, if you are on iTunes, leave us a review. Uh, we love seeing reviews. Uh, we've gotten a few. Uh, we don't have them in front of us, but we will read them next week because they're awesome and they're yes. fun. Um, and we really appreciate you guys doing that. So leave us a review on iTunes, subscribe. Uh, if you're on YouTube, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all that kind of stuff. And until next week, my name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And may the force be with you. Always.